What's up, everybody? Welcome back. It's Ramblings of the Common Man, episode 5. We're back. Well, I'm back, and I have a friend with me today. His name's Adam. Welcome, Adam, to the show. Hello. It's good to be welcome. So, Adam has wanted to uh, be on this podcast for a while, and we finally got around to getting it done today. I'm here. Happy to have him with me. Happy to be here. We're going to hopefully have some fun rambling topics for you guys today. We're going to, first of all, sum up... Or Adam wanted me to do a recap. Yes, I, was, I wasn't sure about uh, Andrew's escapades as far as the female persuasion goes. I just wanted him to recap what exactly was happening as far as uh, this mystery woman. Andrew? So, every, I hope everyone's happy to know that I did not text her. Ow! Didn't, didn't do it. I resisted. Didn't do it. Hold on. Golf clap. That's for you. Thank you. Thank you. And I have to give you credit for that one because you uh, you were the one who told me not to do it. Nope. Don't do it. Don't do it. So there's been uh, no updates to that story. Don't do it. Since. Can't do it. So I'm still, I still have my lady problems. Nothing's changed. But you know what? You, you stuck up for yourself. That's right. I you did. stuck to your guns and that's all that matters. So... So, Andrew, we're sitting here, uh, and we're drinking something. I don't know if you want to tell your fans. Yeah, so we are in my apartment, and we are enjoying some scotch. And um, we'd like to let you know what it's really called. Glengirch. There you go. Glengirch. Only the Scotsman can do it right. That's what we're enjoying. It's got, uh, what's, what's it got in it? It's got vanilla and uh, some hints of uh, green fruit, which I'm not sure what that means, and some sweet buttercream. Some buttercream, guys. Yes. But uh, pretty white amazing. people call this Glengarry. The white Scottish people. Yeah, just the regular white people. So, like us, Glengarry, because we can't do the... Yeah, just in case anyone was curious, I am I am white. <laughs> just in case you couldn't tell by his voice. <laughs> so, I, I wanted to do a quick shout-out to my boy, Nasty Nate. Keeping it nasty. He's on Twitter, at the real NC. This man has been listening to my podcast. He's been tweeting me. This guy's like a loyal fan, and I just want to do a shout out for him uh, to him. And uh, thanks so much for listening. He might actually be your biggest fan. He, he might, and 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 he's black, by the way. He, he's black. Yeah. Can I just uh, shout out another fan, if that's okay? Yeah, I'd love. We found yeah. out you have a closet fan. Closet actually. fan. I and, love uh, closet fans. It's a female. Oh my gosh! Did she listen to my last podcast? She did, and actually, we were together when we listened to it. Wow. And uh, she's a big fan of Nicholas Sparks, as are you, if I'm not mistaken. I, I love Nicholas Sparks' movies. No shame. No shame. No shame. I'll, I'm all about them love stories. Hey, whatever works. So, does this, uh, does, was this girl interested in me at all? No? Uh, maybe. If you got the, uh, if you got the money, then <laughs> I'm sure that works. I, I don't know. You'd have to ask her. I'm going to have to ask her. You know what? You know what? I think you should ask her the next... All right, all right. I'll ask her. You know this mystery girl? If I ever run into you, you uh, might run into her at a community event. Community event. I love community events. You just get to meet so many different people. Yes, yes. All right. Is she on Twitter? She should tweet me. Mm, maybe Instagram, but I'm not sure. Not sure. I you know. I'm not. Uh, I don't know if I'm at the stage of the podcast world where I should release my Instagram account. You think no, I should release my yet. Instagram? Not no. Yet. We need a couple more episodes, people. Leave them wanting. Yes. Can I just give out my Twitter real quick? 
Yep. It is at Don Adamo. D-O-N-A-D-A-M-O. That is me. Like the Godfather. Don. The Don. But quite not. So I'm like the Godfather with no power or respect. But he's pretty epic. Uh, in fact, you're n- you could be known by some as the... Uh, in smaller circles? In smaller circles as a man with uh, good advice for women problems. Well, you know... My wife causes problems, so that's. So I'm kidding, Linda. I love you. <laughs> I know she's listening. Linda will be listening. Hi, Linda. We can't wait to have you on this ep- on this podcast at some point in the future to ramble about your teeth problems. Yes, she's a dental hygienist and she's obsessed with teeth. So she really wants to be heard by the world. So we might have her as a guest. And you know what? Oddly enough, she has a lot to say about teeth. So I'm... she hates it because I never floss my teeth. Flossing's for losers. Can I just tell you real quick what I think about flossing? Tell me. I think it's a conspiracy by the dental association to make money. Because dentists want you to floss. But does it really do anything? You tell me. Do well, you feel better when you floss? No, it hurts. In fact, you know when when, when uh, your wife flosses me? Because she's the only person that flosses me. My wife me. flosses you. She flosses me. What? Does she floss you well? She flosses me too well. She wow. bleeds me. Oh. Every time I floss, I'm bleeding, and it's only because of your wife. That's not good. So, I don't know. Maybe that's having something to say. Does it really make you feel good when does your mouth it, is bleeding? Does it do anything? Does it? You tell me. I think the dental uh, industry is trying to make money on poor saps, like my wife, who uh, are all about floss and fluoride. But don't get me started on fluoride. You know, funny that you say that. I don't floss one day. Who does? Except when I'm at the dentist and your wife flosses my teeth. But funny enough, the dentist the last couple of appointments has said that my teeth are in really good shape for someone who doesn't floss. Oh, I lie every time. I tell them I floss. Once a day at least. And they always say that's really good. They don't know. It's a scam. So actually, that's, that's a good point. Because I don't floss and I'm completely open about it. And they still say that my teeth are in good shape. Next time you tell your hygienist that you floss... Never mind. I just realized it's Linda, so forget it. Forget Maybe she'll forget this by the time uh, I land in her chair. Glenn Giddich. That's what we're drinking. We're going to be doing that throughout the episode, guys, because it's just it's great scotch. So, Adam, do you Walsh. have do you have anything you know anything to say about you know the context of my last episode, the problems that I've been having? Do you got any advice for me? Because you know you are good in this well, subject. You know, I find that. Uh, possible you overthink things being the man that you are you're a good looking guy listeners i don't know if you had the privilege of taking a look at uh, this fine specimen uh he's, he's a he's a looker he's a looker and did you give out your twitter so believe yeah i'll give it out again at agrobosky a-g-r-i-b-o-v-s-k-y send me a tweet that's right and if you need tickets to the home show he's your guy i am your guy for home show tickets yes so um, I think you did uh, you did well. You know, it's people that play games, be it men or women, because we all do it. Uh, I don't personally, or I never did, because I didn't think it was right or it was worth my time. But um, I don't believe in it, and I'm happy that uh, you didn't participate. You just did your own thing. Stood my ground. You stood your ground. You did your own thing. You didn't fall into the trap. Even I don't even know if there was a trap. I'm... So a little confused as to what exactly happened, and that's the problem. That's the problem. Confusion. Con- 
I was confused. What? Did you not hear my confusion last episode? I felt... I didn't even hear... I felt your confusion. Thank you. Thank you. I needed to convey that emotion of confusion. It it hurt. It it hurt to listen. Imagine it it hurt even more to be in that position. Oh, yes. But you did the right thing. You did the right thing. As the Backstreet Boys go, this is from my wife, quit playing games with my heart. Amen to that, people. In fact, you took the words right out of my mouth. Little, little background music of the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's that. You know, we're still in the same same boat here. Glenn Don't forget it, people. So it's important. So Adam Adam came up with a with a really good idea uh, today, um, and he's asked me to put together a list. Yes, I was asked by someone to do this a long time ago, and I thought it was uh, quite the interesting idea. Take it away. It's called the Last Supper list. Basically, correct me if I'm wrong. Wait, can we just put a disclaimer that yeah. it has nothing to do with the actual Last Supper? So, no angry religious hate mail, please. Yeah, and by the way, this is a completely. I try to keep this as completely neutral as possible. Yes, we're non denominational podcast. Yeah, so we're hoping not to offend anybody, but this shouldn't offend anyone anyway. No. So, it's called The Last Supper List, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you're on your way out of this world, and you want to have your final meal with ten people at your table. Alive or dead. Alive or dead, anyone in the course of history, who would you pick and why? Yes. And they have to be real. Real people. Not including family. Okay. Because that's a cop-out. Okay. Linda, obviously, you would be serving my meal, so that's why you're not on my list. And, you know, future wife, whoever you are, same thing. I'm just kidding, by the way, Linda. I'm All take right. it back too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did you want to go first, or yeah? So I? should we just do um, one after the other here? You want to just go back and forth? Back and forth. All right. Back and forth. So you know, how I, about you let the guests take it? You should. You should take the lead on this. I know you're gonna. I think we're gonna be on the same page here for the first one. I think we're gonna yeah, be on the same page. Probably. All right. Say I'm it. gonna go number say his, one. Say his name. Jesus. Jesus. I want him to be at the table. I mean. You can't have a Last Supper without Jesus. Why not, man? He's like the most influential man yeah. in the course of human history. Grace man of all time. Yep. And again, this is not religiously biased at all. You could be a completely sane person and say that this man knew a lot. He knew a lot. He definitely knew a lot. He started Christianity, right? So he, You're not going to get more of a, of a clear answer than, than from him. I'll tell you. Tell you straight up. Yes, and he did a lot. He gave his life, and I'd like to, you know, there's questions I have. How did it feel to, to, to live your life knowing that you were going to die? It's deep stuff. I have deep questions. I don't want to get into That's it. really deep. Deep, uh, lots. I'm deep, like the ocean. That's why I have you here, man. That's why I have you. Yes, there's, uh, there's a lot of things I'd like to ask. Because you, cause you know what, Adam? We're, you and me, we're common men. And sometimes we need to ramble. Sometimes we need to ramble. Like and this is the place where we do it. This is the this is the safe zone. This is where we can be safe and not be judged. Glenn Girich. So that was my first first person on my list too. And and keep in mind, people, that I have eight on my list. Uh, I'm still working on the last two. Ooh. So uh, hopefully by the time we get to that point, I'll think of people. You'll figure it out. Do you want to go number two? Because you only have eight. All right, I'm going to start number two. You go number two. All right, so my second person I'd like to have at my dinner table would be Christopher Nolan. You know who Christopher Nolan is? It's the creator of Batman. 
Christopher well, Nolan is a visionary movie. director and writer. My favorite Christopher Nolan movie is Inception. My, fa- my favorite Christopher Nolan movie is, is Interstellar. Oh. And that's it. That's, that, the, that's, that's why people... The guy is a genius. He, he does fi- everything. He finds a way to create such an immersive story, but then blow your mind at the end of the story with even bigger story. Bigger plot. Very, very deep. Very, very intertwined. It's like your podcast. It's like Inception. It's like a dream inside a dream inside a dream. Like, it's so deep that there's so many different levels. So many levels, guys. Like, by the time we get to episode 10, you'll be like, I didn't know that this there was this level with this guy. Yeah, you have lots of levels. I, I, I do have lots of levels. This man has seen me firsthand, my different levels of emotion. Oh, yeah, all over. Every level. Yeah, and it's not pretty sometimes. I've, I've Yeah, there's a couple levels I've yet to see. I don't know if I want to see them, but... Uh... Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about that later. <laughs> So you're sticking with Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan's my number two. All right, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go very old school here, and I'm gonna go Leonardo da Vinci. Da Vinci, you know, I was, thought you were about to say DiCaprio there. No, come on, man. He did just win I, his know, first he's, Oscar. He's pretty cool, but I'm gonna go Leonardo da Vinci. Da Vinci, tell me why. And um, I believe, maybe I'm biased. I don't know, but I believe he is the greatest mind of all time. The greatest inventor and possibly the greatest intellectual that uh, the world has ever seen. Artist, inventor, uh, biologist, doctor, everything, man. He was like, he was a revolutionary. He, uh, yeah, man, he, he saw the future for what it was. He was awesome. People talk about Einstein and not taking anything away, but uh, Da Vinci was the original. He was so ahead of his time. He invented machines of war. He invented machines like uh, tanks and, and uh, flying machines. They didn't work, but he had the idea that man would fly. Um, you know, he he definitely uh, did some great stuff. Wow, that, that's, that, that is deep. I have a book of Leonardo da Vinci. Um, he wrote backwards and upside down. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yes, as a, a weird encoded type of writing. And he was Italian. Well, that helps. It does. It helps. You know, everybody, Adam here is Italian. A little bit. I, however, well, not. fully. I'm kind of an Italian wannabe, per se. We, we, we've taken you into our group. I, I have been accepted by the Italians, and, I, and I'm enjoying my time with them. They're good people, despite what you may hear. Hey, the food can't get better. The food cannot get any better. Amazing food. Never ending. Yes, that's my number two. That was deep, man. Um... If I can just say, Leonardo uh, da Vinci, I was going to say DiCaprio, so you got me messed up. Oh, sorry. He has, uh, uh, he has one of the best quotes that I like to live my life by. Okay. Go and for it's, it. simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Man. Let Hold on. Let that sink in. Oh, it's not finished? That, no, let it sink in. Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. You don't need to overdo it. Be simple. You know what I mean? It's like a guy in a black suit with a black tie and a white shirt. Simple man, but he looks great. Wow. Can you know what I mean? I'm, I'm getting I'm getting uh, washed away. Are you getting tingles? I'm getting tingles right now. All right. Yes. And he also says he who uh, uh, what does he say he wishes to be rich in a day will be hanged in a year. He's deep, man. That but that's He's so deep. genius. He's, He's so deep. right, He's man. Deep. If this is your number two, man, like I don't know. 
well, they how only I'm going to top this. They only go downhill from here, but uh, yeah, he's deep. Man, I don't, I don't know if I got depth on my list like that. I'm a but, deep guy, I told you. Many levels. Go many, ahead. Many levels. We're, we're both men of levels. <laughs> my next man is actually in connection. He's very connected to Christopher Nolan. And it's not his brother, Jonathan Nolan. Okay. I had a feeling it was. Well, not his brother. It's the composer, Hans Zimmer. Do you know of this man? Yes, you are strange. I but explain to me. absolutely love Hans Zimmer's compositions. What would you talk to him about? I would like to ask him what goes through his mind when he is writing music and how he creates the amazing, engulfing, immersive sounds that you hear in a film. The soundtracks. I bought. I purchased all of, all, all of Hans Zimmer's soundtracks from all the films that he's worked on. Mm. And every single film has its own feel. Every single one has a, its own uniqueness. And it's intense. It's immersive. And it's emotional. So many things are happening at once. I just don't know what to say. It's just he's my favorite composer. I like a lot of uh, I like a lot of orchestraic music to begin with, and I'm really excited to hear the soundtrack that he has put together for Batman vs Superman coming out later this oh. month because he's the composer for that film as well. That should be good. So I would just like to get inside that guy's head and see how he creates these masterpieces of sound. Interesting. That's deep. That's a, you know, that's borderline emotional. Well, I am a very emotional person. That's good. Well, you like The Notebook, so obviously. Listen, guys, don't. I will defend that movie. It's a great film, people. And you will cry every time. I will cry every time because it just makes me sad. All right. My, uh, is it on me now? It's on you. I need to hear your number three. All right, this isn't deep, but uh, he's my hero because he's my favorite athlete probably ever. And that's Kobe Bryant. I don't Kobe? Care. I don't care. I've seen him wow. play in Toronto like 12 times. I think he's really? been in the, uh, the league 20 years. Isn't, um, isn't he starting to taper off right now? He's done. This is last year. He's, he's done. retiring. I went to see him. It was amazing. I had one tear. One tear? One tear as For he what? walked off. Because this uh, is the last time you'd see him on a basketball court? last time court. I'd see him, man. It was, it was sad. Last time I'd see him in person. And uh, he's the best player I've seen in, in my generation. So I'm not... I don't want to get into who's the greatest. I'm just talking about my generation. So after Jordan and all those guys. And uh, he's just, he's a, he's a killer, man. Killer instinct. He's just all about winning. And he has that, uh, I'd love to pick his brain just to, to see that mentality, you know. Needs no friends. He's like that he's lone, positive, he's eh? the lone cowboy. The lone cowboy. The lone, lone cowboy wolf. who wanders from town to town. Except he's played for the Lakers his whole career, hasn't he? Yes. So he doesn't wander. <laughs> he doesn't wander in that sense. But uh, no wandering. He's just about winning. I love it. Does he have some sort of leadership too? He's he's the leader of his team. His team sucks right now. Right now, but they used to be a tyrant. They used to be great. He has five championships. I mean, you can't uh, get better than that. Yeah, exactly. In Twenty years. So you know. Anyways, I, f- I feel like if we're going to talk about basketball, we need to get Nasty Nate on this conversation. Nasty Nate. Nasty Nate knows Kobe's the man. Yeah, all right. He I does. mean, he's he's that, done now, that. We but. might have to do a, another episode. We'll have to have Nasty Nate over and Ooh, talk some basketball. A sports ramble. A sports ramble. You hear that, Nasty Nate? We're gonna get you over here, buddy. What if I want to ramble about Nasty Nate? We can ramble about Nasty Nate. All right, I have some ramblings about him. Let's do that after we get through our list. <laughs> all right. So my number four, and again, it's uh, 
you might find it a bit weird, but so I'm gonna go with the one and the only Stephen King. Oh, so Stephen King, everyone knows him. He's an author of many, many books. I almost drove by his house in um, where does he live in Maryland? Not Maryland. That's borderline creepy. No, no, not. I forget what's the state that he lives in now. I completely forget. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Does he live in Massachusetts? I don't know, but I just want to say it for you because I I felt bad. I honestly forget the state that he lives in now. It's right uh, south of New Brunswick um, or south of Quebec. Uh, I've read a couple of his books, not all of them. I'm not a diehard fan, but I like the way that he writes. Um, I am, you know, I'm a striving writer myself. You know, not that (laughs) successful, but I do have a couple pieces that I've written. Really? I do. Another level. Another another level. There's another level, people. Ladies and gentlemen, we just keep learning about this man that is Andrew Grabowski. There's my last name. You guys just got my last name. Well, it was on my Twitter handle. It's your Twitter so. handle. Yeah, well, now ladies, if you know who I am, just uh, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I would just like to ask the guy, like, listen, Stephen, you know, you've been writing since you were a, a teenager, for example, I have this book here. It's called uh, The Gunslinger. It's part of the, the Dark Tower series. It took this. It took Stephen almost his whole life to write this book. I actually heard it's incredible. And I, I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Well done. But I'm planning on it. He. It took him that long because he had an idea in his head, but he couldn't figure out the right way to convey the story yet. So he waited. And all the, all the while longer, he's been pumping out other stories. Uh, I like the way his... his the way he writes, it's very, it's it's almost loose conversational type of writing. It doesn't have too much structure per se, so you feel very relaxed when you're reading. It's very leisurely uh, type of writing. You know what I mean? If you get where I'm going, going. yes, of course. And uh, I just wanted like to know how he gets all these ideas to keep writing book after book. And these aren't small books; these are very large books. He's pumping out book and book every, uh, year after year. Um, now a lot of his stories are being turned into movies and TV shows, and in fact they are starting to produce a Dark Tower movie with Idris Elba being the star and Matthew McConaughey and Matthew McConaughey. All right, both, all right, all right. <laughs> both great. <laughs> I only drive a Cadillac. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, Stephen King, I an author that I'd love to talk to and get in his headspace as well. Excellent. Just uh, just to say real quick, I find that Stephen King's been. Uh, He's kind of been pegged into this horror genre, but he's not all about horror. Like, people assume Stephen King to think of, like, It or Carrie, or you know what I mean, or or uh, what else here? I forget, I'm sorry. But uh, they think of, like, these the scary books, but, um, you know, he's written other stuff. Like he's also Under, a man Under the Dome. Under that the was Dome. That's a TV show. Um, eleven eleven twenty two sixty three. That's a TV show on Hulu right now. Yes. With and, James Franco. And... It's about the uh, preventing the assassination of JFK. Yeah, so, and it's just about a common man, just like us right here. He got to, travels back in time. Yeah, and it's a it's a great story. It's a great story. Love it. Yes, it's a, but it's not horror. Yeah, so. thanks for clearing that up. It's true. A lot of uh, misconception with this yes, brilliant mind. He's brilliant. Good choice. Thank you. Good choice. So on to me. Yes. All right. Uh, well, my next choice. <laughs> Not sure if you uh, could tell who that is. Al Pacino. 
I could never have guessed. Greatest actor ever, man. He's like he's that's, the king of acting. That's true. And you know, I gotta admit I haven't seen a lot of his movies. I've seen some. That's and disappointing. From, from what I've seen, I love it. That's disappointing. But uh, you know, you have room to grow. Yes. Another level. It it will be another level to add. But anyways, I just like to say he's been in probably two the two greatest movies ever, Godfather one and two. According to me. I mean, I don't know. I'm an Italian guy. I'm going to be biased. But, I mean, they're like top five in pretty much everyone's books. So, yeah. Godfather 1 and 2. Amazing. And the guy was nominated a bunch of times. I forget. Like five times or whatever. And he kept losing. He did. He was the original Leo before Leo. He just kept <laughs> losing and losing. And it's like, how's this guy losing? And then he finally won for Scent of a Woman. So, Scent of a Woman. I was going to bring that up. Scent of a Woman. I, I love that film. That uh, yeah, so he uh, he plays a uh, he plays a blind ex-military guy, right? Correct. And he gets a uh, a boy who's in school to he pays him to take him out on the town for the weekend because he wants to enjoy his, himself. He knows well, you know, you could probably tell the story a lot better than me. I've only seen the movie once or twice, but well, I don't want to give it away. But I mean, the movie came out like twenty years ago. But his intentions are to kill himself after going through a um, uh, was a, a tour of the senses, pretty much. So he wants to get all these bucket list things accomplished uh, before he dies um, because he's just sick and tired of being blind. So he um, his end game is to kill himself, but he has to do these things before he gets to that point. And uh, it's kind of the man's journey along that with his little companion there. Uh, Forget his name. The guy from uh, the show with LL Cool J. Uh, NCIS. Yes, the white yeah. guy. The white guy. He's yes. white. Of course, he's white. Well, I don't uh, remember his name. Um, but yeah, and uh, it's pretty inspirational. The the final scene, one of the final scenes of that movie. There's an inspirational speech. Oh, one of the best. Yeah. One of the best speeches like ever. It's fantastic. If you're ever in need of any life lessons or inspiration, Al Pacino's your man. Just. Just YouTube the speech from Scent of a Woman. I mean, you can't get better than that. It's life-changing. Life uh, I tell you, it definitely changed my life. Oh, yes, 100%. 100%, man. I like that. All right, so it's on to me now. That was our fourth person. So number five. I'm going to... Here's another level. You ready for this? Another level. Another level. Is it uh, Brian from the Backstreet Boys? No, you know, I was thinking about putting Backstreet Boys on this list, but then... You know, it's five people, and it would have been cheating. Oh, okay. So I didn't put them on, but I could use them, actually, if you allow me to. Um, but for this for this selection, I am choosing Andrew Lloyd Webber. Do you know who that is? Yes, the creator of uh, pretty much every great musical. Phantom of the Opera, Les Mis. He did Les Mis, right? I don't think so. Do you, do you no. know what? Cats? He, he did, did Cats. Cats. He did Cats. Um, Did you not do Le Mis? I thought he did. No, Le Mis is someone else. Yes, I believe you're right. Um, My apologies. That's okay. So Andrew Lloyd Webber, obviously, like you said, writer and composer of these amazing musical plays. Um, Just like how I love orchestraic music, I also love musicals. Phantom of the Opera is hands down my favorite. (laughs) Sorry. I'm just learning all these new things about you. (laughs) You like musicals, right? I love musicals. In fact, I saw Phantom of the Opera live. You heard me ramble about this a little bit. And um, it was just the best, one of the best experiences of my life. And if I ever get into a relationship, I am taking my future girlfriend slash wife 
whatever she becomes to to see that with well, I mean, me I because hope she that'll be your wife eventually. I, I hope so too. That's that's the end game. I mean, after last week's episode, obviously that's what you're looking for. Definitely wife material. Wife material, know. people. I'm not messing around here. Um, Boy knows what he wants. I do know what I want. Anyway, I uh, love I love the Phantom of the Opera so much. I've you know I listen to it. Sometimes I'll even listen to it right, driving home from work. Just because I, I'm into that kind of stuff. I found out that he has an, um, a sequel to yes. Phantom of the Opera. Phantom Again. Love Never Dies, it's oh, called. I thought it was called Phantom Again. <laughs> no. Apparently. So, it's a good story. I listened to the whole play multiple times. Um, but I want to watch the, the live action mu- version. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you watch musical movies? Yes. What's your favorite musical movie? Other than Phantom of the Opera? Yes. And other than Les Mis? Well, if those are your favorite I love Les Miserables. Uh, I'll also admit to liking another musical. However, I will warn everyone that it's not for everybody. It's called Sweeney Todd. Ooh. And that was the with Dean Johnny Depp. Yes. And it is a revenge story. But the music is very well put together. The songs are great. It's pretty intense. It's pretty intense. It's pretty so, intense. like I said, it's not for the faint of heart. But... Again, it's about the music. I haven't seen it. I've heard some of the music. I know the story. It's pretty intense. So It's pretty intense. Yes. But it's a great story. See, I like... Uh, I've been exposed to some old school stuff. I like uh, Singing in the Rain. Sing? I, That's a classic. You can laugh, but you know what? I was exposed to it. Sound of Music. Sound man. of Music. Sound of Music. I grew up with that film, too. You know, I don't want to start singing. There's a certain listener that... Um, Listens to your podcast. Oh, is there? Closet podcast listener. Oh, the Closet podcast listener. That's right. I won't mention her name. She loves the sound of music. Does she? She loves the sound of music. Interesting. Yes. Just to let you know. I'm going to keep that in mind. Yes. Anyways. I appreciate the tidbits of information. Hey, man. I'm here to help you. Perfect. So with that being said, is it back to me? It is back to you. All right. This is like... I think this would be... Obviously, Jesus is number one. Okay. But this is like my 1B. This is 1B? This this this, this tops Leonardo da Vinci? You know what? I'm getting to it because this is like the guy. This is the guy. For me, this is a guy. Walt Disney. Well, I Walt didn't even think of Walt Disney. Disney. He is... Oh. Walt Disney is like one of the greatest minds ever when it comes to entertainment. That is so true. He came... He was like... He was nothing. He came from nothing and became... Like, just his name is synonymous with entertainment, you know? So he made all these movies. He created Disneyland. Uh, never got to f- see Disney World, but, I mean, he started Disney World. Um, you know, I'd love to know, like, how he came up with uh, all these ideas and how he got to where he was, how he made it through his hard times. How did he pass away? Was it... He had lung cancer. Lung actually. cancer, eh? Yes. And he died before Disney World, which was Another sad. great taken by cancer. You know, if he lived another ten more years... He uh, he had some plans. He had plans. Epcot, just uh, real quick, was actually supposed to be a city. Really? Yes, it stands like a real city. It stands. I hope I'm getting this right for experimental prototype city of tomorrow. Oh, and I really hope that's right because it will sure make it sense. Yes. Anyways, so um, it was supposed to be its own city with um, like a subway but created by or um, powered by magnets and moving sidewalks and a lot of the technology you see in Disney World. I don't know if you've ever been to Disney World. I have. I've been once. You've been on the People Mover? 
My, I can't remember. Okay. It's well, there's a ride called the People Mover, and it's powered by magnets, and that was supposed to be the main form of transportation through Epcot. So it was pretty amazing. Kind of like a magnetic monorail type thing? Yes. And, I mean, he had this whole idea planned out, and it never came to fruition because he died. But, um, I mean, it became the theme park, which is also awesome. But, uh, yeah, he had. I'd love to know what else he had in mind because he was just such a genius that, uh, yeah, he did so much and he could have had longer, but he didn't, so. That's a good one, man. I can't believe I didn't think of Walt Disney. And, you know, to this day, they're pumping out good movies nonstop. I, like, I'd love to know, would he be happy with the acquisition of Marvel? How does he feel? And Star Wars. And Star Wars and Pixar and Pixar, ABC. Yeah. Like, what does he feel about it? I think they owned ABC then, but I don't remember. But, you know, how does he feel? From a, from a business point of view, um, it's genius. Disney the owns same, the world. Pretty much. Disney and Apple together own yeah. the world. Um, but they've been, they, they still do not sacrifice on quality. In fact, I just watched the new Finding Dory trailer today, and yes. I am so excited to see Finding Dory. Because this is just bringing back those childhood memories of Finding Nemo. You cried, didn't you? I cried a bit. And I was watching that in the theater with my dad. And I remember he took me to see that. That and Tarzan. That. Oh, you must have been bawling when... With the dad and son story and... All that was, it was emotional. It was emotional. Oh, I, I, I can see that. Is it on you now or... It is on me. I mean, you did, you did say the word Apple... So, if you, want me to, if you want me to segue, I don't know if you have them, but... Well, he is lower on my list, but I'm going to move him up. We're going to talk about Steve wanna Jobs. Want to do a two-for-one? We're going to do a two-for-one here. All Steve right, go Jobs. For it. Go for it. Steve Jobs, everybody. And I think that every person in the world should want to have Steve Jobs at their table. I would like to eat with Steve Jobs. I feel like I'd have to eat with no socks. Like, it's true, because he's a hippie. Yeah. Like, sitting on, on the floor, but uh, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, um, I know there's been a, there's been a couple of films made. Um, I watched the latest one, Steve Jobs, with Michael Fassbender. It's I'm, better than the other one. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't enjoy it that much, but at the same time, I had the wrong expectations. I didn't realize that it was a film that only shows the backstage story of three launch events. That's all it is. Yes. I was expecting sort of like what they did with Ashton Kutcher's movie, and a little bit more about his life. A little bit more of a life story. I was expecting that a bit more. Um, so I was a bit surprised. But regardless, they captured the man's personality and the man's drive to do it right and do it his way. Which is what made him so unique. Um, if you watch the movie Steve Jobs, the first act is during the first iMac um, uh, debut. And they wanted to demo the iMac saying hello to the world. Literally saying hello. And for whatever reason, it couldn't say hello. Yeah. And Steve Jobs refused to present the iMac until it said hello. And no one could understand why it it's needed amazing. to say hello. Perfectionist. But he needed, it needed to be perfect. So, anyway, the man built a, a, a multi-billion dollar company who, along with Walt Disney, can rule the world easily. Um... You know, he hasn't been able to, he's been gone for a few years now, but he's got it started. He lost it for a little while. He built it up twice. He built it up twice it because went to the, the shareholders, the second time, the shareholders fired him. Yeah. And then he went and started next. But funny enough, he started next on purpose. Yes. With the, the intent of Apple buying him out. 
Hustle. So that was really smart, and I just I kind of learned that from the film. He's a genius. He is a genius. So he also started Pixar, which, like you said, he did. Disney Along acquired with Pixar. Lucas, just to let you know, he started that with George Lucas. I think George Lucas sold his share to Steve Jobs, and Steve Jobs kept it going. I actually think George Lucas was one of the founders. I'm not 100 percent sure. I can't remember, but I know Steve Jobs kept Pixar going when they were on uh, hard times. Wow! So if basically, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for him, there'd be no Pixar. So that's true. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the the company, the, the thing he was known for was he didn't let people dictate what they wanted. He told them as a consumer what they wanted before they even knew they wanted it. It was a different way of developing products. It was a different way of marketing. It was just different, and that was one of Apple's uh, slogans: "Was think different." And it's still and they do. And they, they still they, do. They're still doing it. Obviously, I think it's a little bit more consumer-driven these days with the uh, with Tim Cook being the new CEO. It's a little bit of a different direction. I can tell from the way that they're doing their products. But regardless, their products are still good. I'm an avid Apple fan and an Apple user. Um, almost all my stuff is Apple. Totally happy with it. And yeah, I would love to have Steve Jobs at my table. Glenn Girich. Just want to share that. We told you that wasn't going away, people. Just get used to it. So yeah, I mean, I find it amazing that uh, he took Apple to the top, and then without him, it tanked. And uh, he took him back to the top again. With, uh, what was it, the iMac that saved it? or It was... Forget, uh, what was it there? Well, it was the doing. next. It was the next iMac. So after Apple acquired Next, it was. Um, well, okay. Let's. I mean, really, the i, the. Uh, oh, sorry. No, it was just the Mac the first time. It was just yes, the Mac. It was just the Mac. And then it ended the iMac. With the iMac. Yeah. Yes. So that's right. The iMac brought him back, but really, it was the iPod that changed the game for Apple because yep. that kind of brought on the iPhone and everything. You know, yeah. that was like. That was their thing. So uh, there's a scene in that movie where he tells Steve Jobs tells his daughter, I don't know if this happened in real life, but he says, uh, you know, she was walking around with her Walkman, and he says, you know, pretty soon I'm gonna put a thousand songs into your pocket. It's amazing. It was amazing. And look well, I'm what, sure he said at some point. He probably did. And look at us now, where you have, we're able to carry tens of thousands of songs in our pocket. I have a lot of songs. And we're all using iPhones here, so. Who uses paper anymore, really? It's a thing of the past. Who uses paper? It's all about iPhone and iPad now. We're, we're saving the environment, people. Hey, man, I'm saving trees. Um, okay, right, you're next man. May I? Yes. So, um, thought I'd pick a good old Italian boy. But uh, as I'm going back, going back into time again, <laughs> Julius Caesar. Wow. Julius, Another level Julius, here. Julius Caesar. This is man. deep. He, we were born on the same day. Just want to throw that out there, July 13th. Obviously not the same year. But um, he was um, the, uh, I guess you'd call it the first dictator of Rome. Um, the person that followed him was Augustus. He was the first emperor. And that was his adopted son. But um, So he was like the pre-emperor to the first emperor of Rome. But he, uh, yeah, he kind of made Rome what it was. You know, he made it uh, the greatest empire the world has ever seen at that point and pretty much is one of the biggest empires ever and um you know he had an allegiance with cleopatra which was awesome 
or an alliance, I should say. And uh, that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? I, I'd love to know more about his life. He was murdered on... He was uh, murdered. I didn't know he that. was murdered on March 15th, the Ides of March. And, uh, yeah, his best friend is the one that killed him, so... Oh, really? Well, he was stabbed a lot, a bunch of times, and uh, his best friend is the one who gave him the uh, final death blow. Brutus. And Caesar at the time was a title, correct? His name is Julius Caesar. Oh, his name is... Okay. I think his guy is Julius Caesar. But Caesar later became a title in Rome, no? Yes, it became uh, emperor. It means the emperor. Okay. Also, the word czar is the Russian word of... uh, version of Caesar. Really? Yes. So they still have czars. Do they Uh, not? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, he he accomplished a lot. I'd just like to know. Like, he was... I don't think he ever lost a battle in war. He, um... He had good things in mind. And then he died. But, um... Yeah, I mean, he was just one of the most influential, powerful people at the time and probably in history, so... You know, like to, like to have a chat with him, share a glass of wine. You know he would have some good wine. Oh, I know he'd have good wine. Definitely have some good wine. Yes. Wow. Well, my my list is not anywhere close to this depth, but I'm 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 going back to someone who I'm, deep. I'm going I'm going to uh, back to a musician. Um, he's someone that had a huge impact on my teenage life. <coughs> Excuse me. You know the time when we go through all our mental emotional problems. Which I'm still going through. Is it Nick Lachey? It's not Nick Lachey. Oh, okay. No. Um, it is... Puff Daddy. It is the one and only white rapper, Eminem. Who? Eminem. Oh. Slim Shady. Of Marshall course. Mathers from 8 Mile in Detroit. Oh, yeah. So... Not Macklemore? Not Macklemore. Oh. He's, he's, he's a modern day. He's a modern day white rapper. We're talking... The original. We're talking the original white rapper. I mean, I don't count Vanilla Ice as... No. Yeah. Anyway, um, when I was in high school, I was an angry kid. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, <laughs> work. I was an angry kid, and as you know, Eminem had a lot of angry music. And it uh, fueled my rage. And, I, you know, I guess it helped me deal. I actually started writing... I, Here's another level, people. No, used, don't say it. I used to write rap. Don't say it. I write. I used to write rap music... Christian rap? No, no, it was like hate rap. Oh, that's not good. It was deep. That's not good. I know, it was bad. Like, I was going through a bad time in high school. Well, you know, stuff happens. Sit, listen, we, we got to go through our thing, right? Um, I wrote I wrote rap music. It was intense. It was angry. Um, there was a black guy that I knew in high school. He wanted to be my, my producer. He loved my, he loved my stuff. He wanted to do beats for me. Um, in fact, a guy that I knew... Um, when I used to work at a grocery store, when I was nearing the end of high school, it was a, it was a guy that I knew and worked at night shifts, and he, he was a rapper too. And he made his own beats, and he gave me all his beats, and I was writing rap. I actually wrote a rap verse. Well, actually, I have a whole song. Did you record anything? About Batman. Please tell me you recorded something. No, I never recorded. I just, I just wrote. I have the, I actually might be able to find the rap that I wrote about Batman. Is there any chance that uh, you might do like a Def Jam flow I don't know, but let's see if I can. Um, okay, all right. I, I I might I might have uh, I, I have it here if you want me to. Oh yes, to read please. it off. Let's it's called the Dark Knight. Do we have? We don't have to beep anything. Um, no, no, it's okay. completely clean. 
I changed my ways. Do you need a beat or something? No, or? you know, I'm going to try to do a little beat. Got to keep in mind that um, some of the some of the rhymes here. Can we throw a beat in the background? Are a little um, white. Eh, they're a little bit crappy, but uh, I don't know. I got. I don't know if I have any beats. Oh no! So we'll see what this we'll see what this sounds like, people. Best. And don't and don't judge me, everybody. This might suck. Yo, there's screams and gunshots. Yeah, I hear them. Welcome to the Gotham City, the city of mayhem. Police sirens going off all around. Cops pounding criminals' faces to the ground. Uh-huh. Drug deals going on in every alley. A psychopath screaming, "Get back here, Sally!" Most of the cops in the city are dirty. No one wants to. Trying to be flirty. No one wants the responsibility to act to their best ability to try and make Gotham better than it is. They're more focused on all the showbiz. So I take the weight upon myself to take that book right off the shelf and start a new story of a man. I am a superhero. I call myself Batman. Spit fire. That's verse one, people. This is another verse? Oh, I got all three verses, oh, buddy. We're, we're hearing it. We're hearing it. I got no chorus, so just... You gotta wait for it, people. Do you have a rap name? I didn't. I didn't have a name. Not yet. I am a bat because that's what I fear. I do my best to keep the streets clear. Uh-huh. Nightfall comes, it's time to suit up. Oh. The pain from my wounds hits me like a club. The mask goes on, my face to conceal. Yeah. I leave the house in my Batmobile uh-huh. to fight crime once again. Sometimes crime tries to bargain, but I say no and give them what they deserve. Look at them and say, you just got served. Every night seems to feel a little colder. I feel Gotham's weight on my shoulders. Sometimes I think, and it gives me a scare, to think that there's some more dangerous villains out there. Uh But I will step up and rise to the challenge. I'm here to to protect and not to avenge. Alright guys, are you ready? This last verse is the Joker speaking to Batman. It's on, people. Get ready. Here we go. Batman, it's Joker. Why so serious? I got the humor to make Gotham delirious. I see things different. You're blind as a bat. You think your suit's cool, but you're just a flying rat. Ask Harvey Dent. You're the real Two-Face. Criminally insane? Arkham is the place. Your gadgets can't help you. The Batmobile either. I kid you. Kidnapped your girlfriend. You're never gonna see her. You don't like her anyway. I saw you and Robin in the Batcave. You didn't know what I was watching. I got it on tape. I'm gonna put it online. Batman, no homo, kiss my behind. The city is mine, gonna burn to the ground. Ashes to ashes, no body parts found. Just me and Catwoman, she's a real pussycat. I'm giving her the catnip. Meow, take that. Catwoman. Catnip, Catwoman got brought into it. That's that. I gotta admit, I wasn't admitting, I uh, wasn't uh, anticipating to rap on this Ooh, episode. Ah. Wow, people! I just gotta say, Glenn Gear. <laughs> wow.
Uh, wow. I hope I hope I didn't offend anybody in that last verse. So it was, uh, I think it was pretty good. It was clean. I think I was clean. laughing through the whole thing, so I missed half of it. But that that was another, that's another level, people. That was a, that was a time a little while ago. That you, you guys just got a treat because that was not meant to happen. That was not in the script. Wow. So you went off script. That was great. That, that was. I feel. I feel pretty good about that. Ladies, one. this is just another level of the man that we call Andrew. I mean, I, I go on. by many names. Come on, why? Well, I'm speechless. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Thanks for getting me out of my shell there. Should I go? Is it my yeah? Turn? Please, please take it away. Okay. Yes. So uh, I think my my next one. This will. Come on. Oh man, this sounds great. Come on. This sounds good. I'm going to have this playing while I talk. Keep my, it playing. My opinion, the greatest singer, entertainer ever. Hands down, old Blue Eyes, chairman of the board. I wish I was able to experience it truly. I mean, I was still alive before he died, but... I never really appreciated Sinatra until I was older, and he was gone by that time. But, uh, man, I'd love to hear him sing a couple bars, because he has that silky voice that, uh, wow. He won 13 Grammys. That's pretty awesome. He won an Oscar. His life went, uh, he went to the top, and then he crashed. He was going through some rough times, and he got a... An Oscar role in the movie From Here to Eternity. And uh, he won Best Supporting Actor. Brought him right back to the top of the heap. He's the best. He's the best. I think it was Here to Eternity. But, I mean, he's the king. So, that's all I gotta say. I don't know what you gotta say about Sinatra. I love his music. Absolutely. It's... Life can be described by Sinatra songs. I mean, if you're sad, if you're happy, whatever you're feeling, listen to a Sinatra song. And Frank's got the answers for you, man. Frank has the answers, eh? Frank has the answers. Can I just read one Frank Sinatra quote? Please. Because it's my all-time favorite Frank Sinatra quote. He says, I feel sorry for people who don't drink. Because when they wake up in the morning, that's as good as they're going to feel all day. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) One more real quick. Alcohol might maybe wor- man's worst enemy, but the Bible says to love your enemy. Love your enemy, people. Sinatra. Now we don't want this to be offensive to anyone. If you have a problem with alcohol, stay away from it, please. No, I'm quoting Sinatra. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. That was pretty good, man. You, your guys are deep. Alright, take it. Amazing. Well, I only really have one more person on my list. I'm still missing two people, but I just thought of one more that I can add. Nice. And it's along the line along the lines of your Sinatra. In fact Is it Nick Carter? No. Oh. In fact I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna just feed I'm gonna do another two for one here. Oh. I'm gonna just feed off of uh this this man this man uh Probably got a lot of his inspiration from Sinatra, but I really enjoy his music. Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. Would his wife be accompanying him? Because no, I don't know about his wife. But I heard she's quite the looker. But I haven't seen his wife to be honest with you. Maybe I have. I just don't remember. But uh, he used to be. I think he was engaged or was dating the girl that is married to Jim from The Office. I forget her name. Oh, 
She's British, I believe. Okay. She was in uh, that movie with Tom Cruise where he kept reliving the same thing over and over and over again. Why does that seem familiar? I'm not sure if I know that movie. That's okay. The listeners know. The listeners know. The listeners know. Um, anyway, uh, Michael Bublé, I love, again, love his music. I have all of his albums. Um, he does do a lot of remakes, but I love that jazz sound. The jazz sound and, and feel. Um, so like I said, he's done a lot of remakes. Uh, he's a Canadian uh, singer. Um, and uh, he does some of his original music too. But if you ever like feel like you're just in that sort of mood where you want some elegant music or some nice, uh, you know, just, you know, music that, you know, for when you're just being proper and whatever, re- relaxing, um, you want to have that sort of class to your music a little bit. Man, Michael Bublé, he uh, definitely suffices that uh, that need. Um, just popped into my head right now, actually. So, yeah, I wouldn't mind um, taking some singing lessons from him. Oh, that's that's another level. Because I love to sing, people. Maybe as he you can know. teach you to rap, too. Because apparently I can't rap. No, it was no, no, that's what I get Eminem for. Very true. All right, my next one. <laughs> oh man! Robert Plant, lead singer of Led Zeppelin, greatest voice in rock. That's ever. true. That is really true. Bar none, the greatest what, rock. Better band than Springsteen? Ever. Oh, get out of here! <laughs> it's you. You're either Beatles or Led Zeppelin, and I'm Led Zeppelin, hundred percent. All Led Zeppelin all the time. They're the best. Best rock group ever. Uh, it's a shame they'll never get back together. But, uh, you know, take their music for what it is. It's incredible. Listen to Led Zeppelin, everyone. Do yourself a favor. So, yeah. There's not much to say. He's the best voice of rock. It's true. If you want to sing me a song, that's cool. If not, he can tell me some crazy stories. Whatever. I'm, you know, he's just awesome. He's still going, and he's still going strong today. He's still singing. He has different bands all the time. So um, always with different bands. Well, he has his own band, but every few years it's a diff. He, you know, he kind of switches it up. He's with an orchestra or with a different. He likes to experiment with different types of music, so it's pretty cool. He actually won a Grammy not too long ago. Um, uh, best best song, I believe. So yeah, it's pretty awesome. Nice. He's still going strong. All right, well, for my ninth person, I'm going back to the author category. Nerd. I'm I'm a nerd. Um, And uh, the author is J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh. So he is, obviously, everyone knows him for writing the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, Also The Hobbit. Uh, There's also some other books that he's written. Um, uh, You know, he's written some other books that are part of the Lord of the Rings lore or story, Similarian. A lot of um, Unfinished Tales. Uh, there's a lot of difference. Um, he, he created a, a massive universe. I uh, put it all on paper. Um, it was absolutely astonishing just how far a man can go in terms of creation. Um, just creating a world and a story and characters all from your mind. Um, but the part that really intrigues me is that Lord of the Rings was written in the trenches of World War II. Did not know that. That's amazing. J.R.R. Tolkien served in the war. And he wrote the story while he was fighting in the trenches. 
And that is what I would that it's not so much about his stories, but it's more about I'd like to talk to him and say, how was that? Number one, living, you know, serving in a world war. That must have been really, really intense. Number two, you know, fighting in the trenches. It's really it's dirty. It's wet. It's wet. It's cold. There's probably tons of diseases going around. Um, How do you find the time and the peace of mind? uh, Or how do you even develop the ability to, you know, sort of cancel all of that ambient noise out and write and not just write anything but write a masterpiece and create a world um, I'm sure it was his, his escape from what was going around uh, going on around him but you know just to again get inside his mind and just you know ask hey how did you do this because it's absolutely amazing so yeah that's my ninth person that's a good one that's that's another level man you just keep <laughs> you you just keep blowing me away what can I say? Uh, here's a different one. Okay. I don't think we've had a woman at our table yet. We haven't. And I feel like I need to have a woman for the ninth one, too. The tenth. Yeah. I mean, you know. So I've uh, I've gone old-time Hollywood, man. The, uh, to me, she's like the most beautiful actress ever. Marilyn Monroe. She personifies... It's true. It's really true. old-school Hollywood. I mean, she had a troubled life, which sucks. She died a controversial death. Um, but to me, she's like the personification of beauty, of beauty, that era. She's just, uh, yeah, I, I think I'd have a hard time eating cause I'd be looking at her the whole time. But, um, yeah, she was gorgeous and, uh, she went through a lot. She dated the Kennedys. They had some stuff there. That'd be interesting to know what happened with her and JFK. Mm. <laughs> There's some juicy stories, uh, in there, but, uh, yeah, she was gorgeous. So, I mean... Uh, yeah, she's awesome. Anyways, go ahead. Well, I guess I'll round out the same thing. Was that your ninth or tenth? I'm not sure. I have a couple honorable mentions, though. Well, I'm going to do one more, and it's going to be my tenth. It's going to be a woman from Hollywood as well. That's good. Um, I respect you for that. You might not agree with me, per se. I probably won't. But growing up, like when I was a little bit younger, I really and I think a couple years ago she was very beautiful. Is it Barbara um, Streisand? Nope. Oh. Uh, Angelina Jolie. Oh, so the Tomb Raider herself. Yeah. So yeah, you know, you know that a couple of years back, everybody, you listeners, you know that she was a good-looking woman. I still think she's a good-looking woman. I mean, she's gotten a bit older, but, but yeah, people don't agree. But you know, she's got a healthy, striving marriage going on with Brad Pitt right now. She's adopted eight kids or something like that. Something crazy. Um, she's doing a lot of good for the world. She's a humanitarian. But on top of all her amazing acting that she's done in all her uh, previous movies. She's now a director. She's a writer. So she's really expanded her um, expertise, her roles and abilities within Hollywood. In fact, she just released a movie uh, this past, uh, in 2015, I think it was called By the Sea. And it's, again, with her and Brad Pitt. This is the, has the first uh, movie with her and Brad Pitt since uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, uh, which was about 10 years ago, I think, when they first met. Um, and... Uh, it's about a, it's about a fighting couple um, who live by the sea, and I don't know how Clever. far. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know if that's a preview into their own life or if it's just because it, you know it was a controversial story, whatever, made for good storytelling. But uh, yeah, I haven't seen it. Uh, I'm not sure if it will, but uh, I would Angelina Jolie. That would be my tenth person. Okay, I don't know if I'm at ten or what I'm at, but. Um... I'm going to assume I'm at 10, but I got a couple honorable mentions. 
Alright. Uh, just go through them really quick. Galileo. Galilei. Man, you Galileo. Got, you got all these He's the father of astronomy, figures. physics, science, man. He's, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's amazing. He went through a lot of stuff. He, uh, was, uh, persecuted by the church because of different views he had, um, astronomy-wise. And, um, you know, the... The church believed that everything revolved around the earth, where if, I hope I'm getting this right, but he says that the earth revolved around the sun. And I don't remember if it was his idea, but I know that he had that idea and uh, the church didn't agree because back then, I mean, what do they know? So um, I'm not sure if he came up with that idea, but I know he was given a hard time about it. Anyways, uh, just to keep going real quick, Will Ferrell, because you need a little comedy. Will Ferrell's great. You gotta laugh. Hey, someone needs to tell some jokes, right? We need a roast master. <laughs> and um, last one, I'd like to eat with Jay Z. I hope he brings Beyonce. If he doesn't, that's <laughs> o- if he doesn't, that's okay. Jay Z is the king. I'd like to eat with Jay Z. He's he the, is king, the king, king of rap. King to of me, rap. greatest rapper ever. Great businessman. He was the president of Def Jam. Like he's amazing. He he's an entrepreneur. He owned clothing labels. Just. Um, He's still going strong, man. He's... Did you know that when Jay Z raps in studio, none of his lyrics are written down? Yes, I did know that. Do you know who else used to do that? Who? Notorious B.I.G. Really? Yes, never wrote anything down either. Wow. He did I... not make my table, but um, it's okay. Yeah, I find that just absolutely uh, like astonishing because it takes me forever to write down a rap that makes a little bit of sense, but for you to just stand there in front of a mic and hear a beat and just go. But can you rap about Batman? Well, who? Can Jay-Z rap about Batman? I'm sure he could if you wanted to. I don't know. That was pretty intense rap. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That, I'm done. That I'm done, too. That was really good. You know? Now, now Albert know. Einstein. Okay. Done. 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 He's done. Okay. Do we want to ramble about Nasty Nate today, or do you want to do that another day? We could do a quick ramble. Quick ramble, a, Nasty Nate. two-minute ramble about Nasty Nate. A two-minute ramble, and then we'll probably start to wrap up here. Can you give out his, uh, his Twitter handle real quick? Yeah. Let me get let me get Nasty Nate's Twitter handle once more, everybody. Give me one second. It's at the real NC underscore. The real NC because there are imitators. There are imitators. People try to be nasty, Nate, but there's no one as nasty. You cannot duplicate the nastiness. No, you can't. One thing I like about him, he's always keeping it nasty. He's just he's just the real guy, man. He's awesome. He's black. Means it's cool. <laughs> that automatically <laughs> makes him cool. And yeah. he's got a six pack, everybody. He has a sick... Guys, he makes me sick, alright? He doesn't work out. He sits up out of bed. I think that's the only workout he does. He sits up Pretty to much. get out of bed, and Pretty he much. has a six-pack. He's got a six-pack. You know, and then I'll go to the gym for like a year, and I have a keg. And it's 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 very frustrating, but... Uh, it's, it's the genes, man. It's the genetics, he, It's man. the genetics. But he can't swim. Oh, Nasty Day can't swim? I didn't know that. I heard he can't swim, so... Listen, Nasty, if we're saying anything wrong about you right now, just feel free to hit us up on Twitter and uh, tell us that we're wrong. And he can come in and, and ramble anytime. And we're going to come, yeah, you're, please, please just tell me whenever you want to come and ramble and we're, I'm happy to have you. Is that, is that all we wanted to do? Put yeah, Nate, Nasty Nate? You know what? It's and, good. We um, want to keep, we want to keep the listeners anticipating. And can I just send out uh, just a quick hello to yeah. my wife, Linda? Hi, Linda. For allowing me to come here tonight. Yeah, thanks, Linda. We have, we had a lot of fun doing this. Hey guys, you gotta you gotta treat the wife right. Some relationship advice, real quick. Yeah, you happy know, wife, happy life. 
there's obviously exceptions to that rule, you know. But uh, you got to keep the wife happy, right? You don't want her. Uh, you don't want to live your life with with tension and anger hanging overhead. No. Nope. Resolve your problems. You don't know? go to don't go to bed. Well, it happens sometimes, but you know, cuddle, do something. You look like a cuddler. You're. you're I I would love to cuddle. Yeah, you like. I would like to cuddle. You look like a cuddle, cuddleable guy. Thank you. Well, very cuddleable. Um, if there's if there's any closet listeners out there that uh, yeah you know that, if there's a closet listener she uh, might be interested to cuddle I don't know yeah, I'm not sure right? the Nicholas Sparks fan oh yeah well if you're into Nicholas Sparks then it means you definitely want to cuddle if someone's into Nicholas Sparks they should definitely hit you up on Twitter they should you want to uh, my my Twitter handle again at a Grabowski a G R I B O V S K Y or she can call you. Directly. Or you can call me, but she I'm not. Can, you know, you, she probably has my number. She can just ask me. She can ask. Uh, she can ask Adam for my number. I'll give it to her. That's fine. Um, doesn't mean I'm. A, I just don't want anyone to get the wrong impression. I'm like not some sappy girly, girly guy here. Just a guy with emotions. You're an emotional guy. I'm man. a guy with emotions. Hey man, you keep it real. I do. All right, so I think we're probably gonna bring it to a close. Um, Adam, thank you so much for coming by today. Ow. It was a major success. Do you want to just let everyone know, again, your Twitter handle in case they want to talk to you? I'm sure no one wants to talk to me, but I'll give it out anyways. It's at Don Adamo, D-O-N-A-D-A-M-O. Because he's the Don. I am the Don, at Don Adamo. That is my Twitter. Perfect. So All right. send me a message, say hello. I always like to say hello back. And we like to have feedback. I like to have feedback. So... If you guys have any ideas for further episodes, rambling hey, topics. Let's get your cousin back on here, man. My cousin actually wanted to be on with us tonight. But oh. I told him that we were just doing a thing together, you and me. Next time. Next time. Don't worry, Joel. Joel, gonna, we got you. We're gonna we're gonna get a, we're gonna get uh Read some more of your story. Exactly. Actually he wanted me to he wanted us to read a, uh, another chapter today. Could have done voices. But um, it's getting a little bit long into the episode here, so I don't wanna drag it on too much. We're gonna we're gonna cut it, but don't worry, Joel. Next episode, we're gonna do two chapters with voices. We got you, Joel. We got this. All right, everybody. I'm Andrew. This was my guest uh, guest star, Adam. This is Ramblings of a Common Man, and thanks so much for listening. And we'll see you guys next time.